It's Thursday, March 20, 2014. This ice sheet is actively deglaciating, and that's a pretty serious problem. Greenland is melting, and sea levels are rising. It's official, this winter was the eighth warmest on record. CO2 emissions breach 400 parts per million again. ExxonMobil admits climate change will hurt the oil business. Plus, we don't think anything has occurred like this in the last 350 million years. And part of what the problem is, is that it's happening so quickly. Rising ocean acidification killing the shellfish industry. All of those killings and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Temperatures will continue to rise for hundreds of thousands of years in response to the increased greenhouse gas emissions. And so we face many, many higher meters and and tens of feet higher sea level um, looking much farther into the future. Oh, well then let's not do that. Climate change solved. You're welcome. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, you say this winter has been the eighth hottest winter on record, correct? Yes. Not the first warmest winter on record? No. Then it's getting cooler. Climate change solved twice in one show. You're welcome again. <laughs> oh, I wish it were that easy. In keeping with the long-term warming trend seen around the world, NOAA says that this was indeed the eighth warmest winter on record globally, even though it was really, really cold in most of the U.S. because, surprise, the U.S. is not the whole world. And that undeniable warming trend has serious implications for the Greenland ice sheet, where glaciologists this year were shocked to find a rapid increase in melting in what was once a previously stable corner of the ice sheet, according to Dr. Alan Hubbard in an interview with Peter Sinclair of ClimateCrocs.com. This was an area that did nothing before. It was a stable piece of the ice sheet, had a frozen base, and now in the last three or four years, it started to speed up. And I think that means that this ice sheet is actively deglaciating. And that's a pretty serious problem for sea level rise. Current models predict global sea level will rise about three feet by the end of this century. But even if that rate turns out to be correct, Sarah Das of the Woods Hole Oceanographic Institute warns it's not going to stop there. Temperatures will continue to rise for hundreds or thousands of years in response to the increased greenhouse gas emissions. And the ice sheets will continue to be melting over that period of time. And so we face many, many higher meters and and tens of feet higher sea level um, looking much farther into the future. Meanwhile, remember last year when global atmospheric carbon dioxide briefly hit 400 parts per million for the first time in millions of years? Boy, do I. (laughs) It dropped back almost immediately, but now atmospheric CO2 at the Mauna Loa Observatory in Hawaii has again crossed over that 400 parts per million threshold, this time for a full week. Chief Scientist Ralph Keating says, quote, it's just a matter of time before it stays over 400 parts per million forever. And it did it this year two months earlier than it happened last year? Yes. That rise in CO2 is already affecting the Pacific Northwest shellfish industry through global warming's evil twin, ocean acidification. See, the the oceans take up about half of our carbon dioxide emissions. More CO2, though, causes a chemical reaction that makes seawater more corrosive, and that makes it harder for marine animals to form their shells. That acidity is rising, says UC Davis professor Christy Crocker. We don't think anything has occurred like this in the last 350 million years. 
So it's a really massive change. And part of what the problem is is that it's happening so quickly. And it's already hitting the Pacific Northwest shellfish industry. They've been seeing catastrophic losses in recent years with millions of scallops and oysters dying off in record numbers. Kathleen Nisbet of Seattle's Goose Point Oyster Company warns this goes beyond just her industry. I don't think society understands the impacts it has. They think ocean acidification, you know, no big deal. I mean, the ocean affects our lives. I mean, it affects everything around us. This doesn't have anything to do with Red Lobster declaring bankruptcy, does it? Uh, no, no, it doesn't. Oh, okay. Just checking. I love those Cheddar Bay biscuits. Luckily, those aren't affected by CO2. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Finally, demand from shareholders has forced fossil fuel giant ExxonMobil to agree to release a report showing how climate change and climate change regulations limiting greenhouse gases will pose a risk to the value of its assets. The company says this week the report will show investors how ExxonMobil will plan for a future where climate regulation makes at least some portion of its reserves unburnable. A future where climate regulation causes them trouble, not a future where global warming requires such regulations. That's right. Kind of funny how that works. Yeah, isn't it? it is, isn't it? For much more on that story and the ones we could not get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. While you're there, please consider a donation to help sponsor the Green News Report. For some reason, Red Lobster's ads here have all but dried up. Find us on the Facebook, follow us on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Under the sea, under the sea. These little snails, you know how to whale here. That's why it's hot under the water. Yeah, we in luck here, down in the muck here, under the sea.